This is Moments with Foo with James Foo Torres, better known as Foo, the show that takes you around the world to share interviews with some of the most successful and relevant people on the planet, hear their stories, and get the most important business lessons they have learned on their road to success, and get exclusive advice on how to implement their success into your life and business. Moments with Foo is brought to you by the Strategic Advisor Board and your host, Foo. Hello and welcome to Moments with Fu. I'm your host, James Fu Torres, but you can call me Fu, hence the name of the podcast. And today I have Kelly McCollum. She is a nutritionist and she is amazing at understanding the, all like the science behind it. She's licensed. It's not just somebody that just decided to learn something in the internet and started coaching it. She has a lot of experience, but I'm going to let her tell you more about that. But first, Kelly, how are you? Hello, how are you? <laughs> uh, I, I'm good. I'm good. Um, um, I'm glad that it seems like you, you're good. You're good in a good mood. <laughs> so, I'm, I'm excited to be here. Um, the, uh, and you mentioned something about my background. So people may be interested to know that I've been in healthcare for over 35 years. Yes, I started when I was 10. Um, and uh, I've had a lot of experience Hello. in helping people with diabetes uh, kidney disease, heart disease, uh, things like cholesterol, high blood pressure, you know, getting glucose levels controlled, A1C controlled, um, people that have had cancer, um, just variety of, of issues. Um, weight loss is a specific, a specific thing that I help people with because it tends to lend itself to improving all of those conditions as well. So that's a lot of what I end up doing to help people. As far as that goes, I can also advise them on things like uh, types of supplements. Uh, I'm not a big supplement person uh, because I feel like if you're eating well and eating healthy, you don't need a lot of supplements. But there are some things we're just not going to get get enough of in our food. So we do need to supplement those particular things. But there's not very many, not very many things. Uh, so we don't need tons of supplements. Um, as long as you healthy. eat very well, right? Like you eat very well, then you don't need much supplements. There's certain things and then certain people that have specific, you know, we, we all kind of different a little right. bit. If, chemically, right? if they have a specific condition, they may need something. If they have a specific deficiency, then they may need something. Uh, so it just kind of depends on what their individual situation is. I tend to help people that are, that are have very hectic schedules because I'm used to a hectic schedule and I relate to that. Um, a lot of my clients are healthcare professionals uh, with very busy lifestyles, um, busy families, careers, etc. Um, they don't have to be in the healthcare profession, of course. I have a lot of people that are in other professions uh, because there's a lot of people that are busy. And I tend to cater to people that have limited time and don't have a lot of time to prepare and plan and meal prep and all of that. So they need my help and guidance and what to do on the fly and on the go. Yeah, it's, it, it's, um, that's, uh, even, even people in healthcare, right. It, it, that they like, Hey, I know that I need to be eating, eating better, but then just even spending the time on going through, okay, let me do the research and let me do this stuff. And so having somebody like you that guides them it, it, it with so much experience, that 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 way you don't you don't have to think about that and and you know as business owners or just professionals with hectic schedules the 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 main thing that we want to do is to eliminate 
decisions that we need to make, right? So having somebody that can help us take the right decisions towards yeah. our health, and that's super important. So I know that that's something that's a big value you offer. Part of the problem with you, we, even if we spend the time researching it ourselves, there's contrasting information, there's conflicting information out there. And so you don't know how to discern, you know, well, why does this say this and this says this and this makes sense, but so does this, which way do I go? And so what I have done is I'm usually dealing with folks that have multiple issues at the same time. I've done that before. Some people don't have any issues, but multiple issues at the same time. So they can only they have one mouth. They can only eat one way. And so we have one thing that they're doing. And I don't subscribe to diets. Okay. It's just moving to a healthier lifestyle. We're eating high nutrient value food and, you know, nourishing our body in the correct way. Our bodies can heal themselves a lot of times from things if we are nourishing it and giving it the right components in which to do so. Uh, so we have yeah. to be prepared for that. And so if you it's kind of like I'm on the shortcut to get where you need to go so you can take care of it and do the action steps. So you're not having to do all that other prepare and and getting ready. Yeah, so, and even and even, you know, being able to uh, have partnerships uh, with food providers too. that that even even if you need help with that part of like, hey, I'm giving you what to do within all oh, cooking and all that, that you also guide them to some food right. services too that are healthy that you recommend to be able yeah. to do that, which I think is pretty yeah. cool. So that way yeah. that's not an excuse for people, right? Yeah. That, oh, I yeah. can't cook or whatever. That's not an excuse. I can help you with that too. Right? Yeah. So. I recently had, I have a client that recently uh, that I've been helping that uh, have, has had uh, a cancer surgery. So he's recovering from that. His heart disease, his autoimmune disease, um, his blood sugars are high. He's not diabetic yet, but he's headed that direction. Um, uh, is on the cholesterol medicine, is on blood pressure medicine, those kinds of things. So what we're doing is we're looking at one thing, one type of way that he can do. You know, we want when you want to be a healthy person, it's not just what you're eating. It's your environment. You want a healthy environment. You want healthy surroundings. You want healthy movement. You want healthy sleep. You want all these other things feed into being a healthy individual. And you would see how that that apply, applies to any part of the life. You know, when you're a professional, that applies in your workplace. It's not just the work you're doing. It's the people you're working with. It's the people that you work for. It's the people that you're providing a service for or product for. Um, it's the ongoings of the uh, process itself. All of those things feed in to it. And and the fact that you have good people that you can work with, that everybody does their part and they all work in well together, that makes a huge, huge difference. If it doesn't, if there's a, a weak link in there, then it doesn't work out well. And that's what we try to eliminate is those weak links within ourselves, whether it's the way we think, because a lot of what I do is mindset change. Because if we, you know, Really, any monkey, you can take a, a monkey or a dog or a cat, any animal, and you can change what they eat and you can change how much fat percentage they have on their body and, and help them get healthier. But if we're not changing the way that we think about something, that doesn't become a habit and it won't continue and it's not sustainable. So about 75% of what I do 
<clears throat> is educating people about mindset change and how to redirect those thought processes and what to do, how to handle stress and things of that sort, because that plays into it all. Once we look at the nutritional piece of it, then we also have to look at the habit formation piece of it, the behavioral piece of it. So that makes a big difference going forward as well. Yeah, definitely. I mean, and, and that that goes with the reason that I I focus on holistic growth rather than just like uh, oh the business side of things or even just the this the 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 personal side of things right like holistic growth defining as as the combination of self development and business development and that goes very it's a, along with without thrown thought of like your mindset is like the most important thing because if you don't make changes which they are just look this is my lifestyle now it's not like i'm eating like this because i want to lose weight or for this period of time because i have an event or i have something then you get trapped on 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 that of oh i'm just sacrificing myself for 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 now but then as soon as you get something that triggers you something that really gets you in, in like you need something a coping mechanism because that that food ends up becoming a coping mechanism for a lot of people right. And, right. and and learning how to control that, which is such a primal thing could be, right? It's like, oh, food, like our fuel, but then the relationship that we have with that, I've seen it also uh, be something that, that then you are able to control, like you said, like the stress sure. and all the things, right? Because yeah. it goes both ways. Stress can get sure. you to eat, but then also eating well can get you to stress less, right? There's the chemical yeah. effects of that, right? You know, um, people, you know, performance, when you're speaking of performance, you mentioned something about performance at work and, and in our lives and all of that. So you increase your performance level. You know, if I'm hiring someone and I have a choice between two people that they are equal in their experience, in their knowledge base and how they're going to be, you know, contributing to the team in that regard. And I have know somebody that has. You know, I can tell that they maybe you know, I know, it. you know, oh, you're just looking at them to tell. But and one person is super healthy and the other person is not. I'm probably going to hire the super healthy. Why? Why would I do that? Because they're not going to be gone from work for a lot of doctor's appointments. They're going to have more energy when they come in and to be able to work more efficiently at their job. They're going to be able to interact well with other people because they are more. Um, apt to be uh, open to working well with others and not be focused on they don't feel good that day or something else is going wrong or they're worried about that symptom that they have that they haven't gotten rid of. So um, I'm going to look for that. So we, we want people that are working in our companies to be people that are healthy, high performers. And that's what helps them also um, that it helps our bottom line. Because our health insurance goes down <laughs> when we have mm -hmm. people that we have more of our population that are healthier, that don't have all these other problems. You know, health insurance providers cannot legally charge you for uh, a higher rate for being diabetic. If you were diagnosed as diabetic uh, with type 2 diabetes and you're able to control things well enough to without medication, change your lifestyle, change what you're doing and eating and moving and all of that, and your A1C level goes below six and it stays there for a full year without medication, that's that's key, they have to bring down your insurance rate. 
Okay. That's good to know. Also, good to know. Life insurance with life insurance, they have to get too. So, and they're, they, you know, that that's a good thing. Okay. So that brings down that insurance rate, brings down the insurance rate for you as an individual, brings down the insurance rate for the company that you work for or your company that you run. If you're the owner, brings down the insurance rate all, all together. And it helps their performance level because they don't have those other issues nagging them in the process. Usually people, you know, they may come to me and they want weight loss. They want to not have to take their medications anymore. And maybe they have reflux as well. And they're taking a reflux medication. And within a number of weeks, they're like, I don't have to take my reflux medication anymore. I've been on that for years. And they didn't expect that. But it had to do with the, you know, the portion sizes and things like that. And it's not restrict, restrict, restrict. That's what I want people to understand is it's not just eat less and move more and, and that fixes it. It doesn't. If that was all it was, if that was if it was that simple, we would not have an obesity epidemic in this country. We have 70 percent of the adults that are 20 years old and higher, 70 percent. This is confirmed by CDC and others. 70 percent of our population in the United States of adult population are either overweight or obese. Obesity is 30, 30 BMI or higher. OK, that's that's high. And we are expected, we are projected to 50% of our population being in the obese category by 2040. It's probably going to happen sooner than that, because usually when they predict that kind of stuff, it happens sooner. What's going to happen? It's going to make, look at what that's going to do to healthcare. It's going to, uh, yes, expand it, but it's going to make the cost more. So it's going to cost everybody. All right. If yeah. the, the dollars go up there, it's going to cost more. And so it's going to cost more to do anything um, and that there, there's going to be more problems. So what I'm trying to do is help other people, you know, not function that way. And I find that in the healthcare sector, we have more people that are overweight and obese, even though they know what to do. It's simply because of their schedules. Their schedules are boom, boom, boom all day long. They barely have time to go to the restroom, much less think about eating something healthy or scheduling time to to work out or whatever. And so I give them simple, easy things to do so that they can be more have more movement in their day and their regular every day. They're not having to have a specified workout time. Not, I'm not saying anything against specified workout time. It's just that some people are like, there's no way I'm going to have time to do that. And so we find other ways that they can have more movement in their day. So there's ways to accommodate that kind of thing. And you can still be a healthy individual. And so that's why I tend to lean more toward boasting healthcare because I have that background and I've been in that kind of schedule and I work that kind of schedule. So I know what to help them with. I know what to do as far as that goes. I've also lost 50 pounds myself. And I ended up in that same situation. I had gained the 50 pounds over a period of time. And I'm only 5'2". So 50 pounds is a lot on a on a 5'2 frame. OK, not very tall. And I lost that 50 pounds. Um, but I had gained it over a period of about 10, 15 years of just being busy and not paying that much attention, paying some, but not that much. And, you know, being having being a dietitian, I knew. I knew, so I wasn't letting it catch up to me as fast, but it was still catching up. And and this was after menopause that I lost the 50 pounds. So those ladies out there that feel like after menopause, I can't lose the weight. I was told that too. Oh, after menopause, you just weigh more. Really? So now I wear the same size that I did at age 22. 
when I married my husband. Okay. And I'm still married to the same guy. But, um, so. I bet he's really happy now. (laughs) Yeah. So I've helped a lot of people be able to do that. And of course, of course their energy shoots up. Of course they sleep better. Of course they feel better and they, and they have more confidence and all of those things. But a lot of it is the mindset thing. It's the mindset thing. It's not just the virtue of losing the weight. It's the mindset thing. And so they continue and they sustain it because they're like, I've learned these new ways, this new way of living, new way of living, not just eating, new way of living so that I can support that healthy lifestyle that I now have. I didn't need a diet. I needed a new lifestyle. And yes, we do have to invest a little bit in making those changes in our brain. When we're forming a new habit, it's kind of like um in a forest, when you're when you're clearing a forest area for a new uh, a new trail, it's like that in our brain because the the neuro pathways are used to going the same way, same way, same way for the same habit over and over again. And so what we're doing is we're clearing the path. So it, we have to think about it at first. We have to make it easier. Uh, we have to do things that make it easier to to be able to form that new habit and do it again and again and again and again. But once we go back and forth, back and forth enough times, it makes it easier. It makes it easier to do it and it becomes automatic. And, yeah. and you know, you've heard of muscle memory. It's kind of the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. I I, ta- I was uh, a couple of podcasts ago. I was talking about this same thing, creating those neural pathways. Um, it was it was focused not in nutrition. It was focused more on uh more like it was habits for like for pleasure and, and more mental and spiritual things, but it was the same. And the concept that I brought uh, was like the cattle trail, right? So like initially, oh. you know, they pass and they form this cattle trail. If they stop passing there, then slowly but surely it's got to start growing again. And then, you know, so, so it's the same thing yeah. with, with habits. It's like you got to build it. And then now it's like it's a clear path there because it's a habit for you. But also you can also snap back and then stop doing it. And then with time, it's going to stop being a habit if you don't go back to it. Right. So it, yeah. it goes both ways. So definitely, definitely something, something here. And, and uh, it, it, I'm glad that you, you share your, your, all this information and also, with the things like, look, I've been in healthcare and this happened to me and I was able to do it. And, and that's why like, you know, also it's like, Hey, have that soft spot for other people that are in that situation. So, Hey, I was you, you know, I've been there after menopause and everything, even though all the things that people say, and I, I was able to do it. So I, I know you can do it too. Right. So right. that's right. a, that's a very, very powerful statement and, and good for, for people to, to really see it. It's like, Hey, like, it's excuses. Like, doesn't matter where you're at. Like, you can't get in shape. You can't and you can't get productive. And then it all starts with the mindset and just changing who you are. Not, not oh, what I eat for like a little bit, right? It's it's like right. this is the way that I think. This is the way that I eat. Period. Right? right. And now being in the holidays, and now like this is might come out uh, a little bit after because we're kind of coming up very okay. fast. But um, but it's a very important thing that not just for this holidays right now, like Christmas is about to happen, but also for other other type of holidays, you know, like summer comes or birthdays and all the things to be able to come approach it with that that mindset of like, hey, this is how I eat. And then uh, one 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 um, one tip that I actually learned from you that I've been even telling this to my family uh, during like Thanksgiving and things like that. I was telling like, hey, it's not like completely eliminate everything. If you have a 
if you have a good lifestyle, right, that you're all the time, you're eating Monday to Friday, you're eating very healthy, you know, Saturday comes or or our birthday comes, you can have a little bit of cake or a little bit of uh, dessert. Just, um, I think it was just three bites. Is that correct? Yeah, it's a, it's called the three bite rule. And the, the science behind it is that our uh, the the chemicals in our brain that wash over our brain for pleasure. All right. Uh, serotonin and others um, do not increase after that third bite. So what happens is, is what I tell people is if you really want wanted and it's something to die for, are you going to feel like I'm going to feel deprived if I don't have this thing? You know, two days later, I'm like, I really should have had the whatever. And then you're eating anything and everything just to try to make up for it. But it's never the same. And we've all kind of been there. We've done that thing before. But what you do is um, you just really enjoy the aroma, the texture and the taste of that first and then second and then third bite. Slow down and enjoy it. Okay, and then and then you push it away. If you continue to eat just to test my theory and just if you want to test it, you can continue to have the fourth, the fifth, the sixth, the tenth bite if you want to. But it flattens out after that because the chemicals in our brain don't increase that pleasure with every single bite after that. It goes it increases and then it levels off. And so it you don't really taste it. Like for instance, if you had the the flavored popcorns, like we've got some peppermint popcorn out there right now, it has some peppermint flavoring on it. After about that third, fourth, fifth bite, you don't really taste peppermint anymore. It's just popcorn. And that's because you're not getting that sensation anymore with the whole with the with the neurons in your in your brain. So uh, it's like, OK, it makes sense to stop, especially if it's something that's not really that healthy for me. Now, popcorn is a whole grain. But if you're having it by itself, it shoots your blood sugar up. A lot of people don't realize that it can shoot your blood sugar up. There, people are like, oh, no, that doesn't shoot my blood sugar up. It's only cookies and pies and cakes and things like that that shoot my blood sugar up and candy that shoot my blood. No. Um, Corn shoots your blood sugar up, potatoes shoot your blood sugar up, rice, pasta, all those things shoot your blood sugar up. What do we want to do? We want to balance it. We want to have a one to one ratio. Okay, so when you're having popcorn, have some nuts with it, too. When you're having popcorn, maybe have some, uh, you know, have some uh, avocado or something you can have. If you're having something that's uh, a high carb type thing or high glycemic, okay, shoot your blood sugar up. Have something that has protein and or fat with it so that it keeps it from shooting your blood sugar up so far. Okay, it's going to go up some. It just won't go up as much. So rather than having this peak when we're looking at it, we kind of have a a bump instead. Okay, I saw saw a video uh, of that. that They uh, this guy actually did a test of like, okay, let me eat an apple alone. I think it was and then an apple with nut butter. I thought it was like something with nut and then like yeah. the nut actually make the blood and like he get, he showed the test. It's like, Hey, look, this is the test. Right. And it was exactly right. what you described, right? Like there was a bigger yeah. peak and then there was like a smoother. Yes. And the uh, reason that happens, I'll, I'll give you the reason why that happens is that the protein and the fat and most things with protein have fat also. Most, most of them do. Um, the, that occur naturally, I should say. Um, the uh, what that does is it takes longer for your body to break it down and digest it. So when you have it together, it takes longer for all of it to to digest and to spill into the bloodstream. It takes it longer. 
it's kind of like an extended release tablet. We understand how that works, right, over time. So it's like that. So it's like it's making it take longer for that to reach. If you have it by itself, it's digested real fast. Boom, 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 goes into the bloodstream, shoots the blood sugar up. If you have the protein and fat with it and you have more pro- equal or more protein and fat than the carbohydrate, high carbohydrate item. OK, you can't you can't have more of this and less of this and it not shoot your blood sugar up. OK, it has to be equal in portion or bigger so that it keeps that from going up as high. OK, so I always tell people one to one or it's OK for you to have the if it's protein and fat over here and high carb over here, then you can be two to one. That's OK. But you don't want this to be two to one. OK, or just by itself. So you want to balance those things. It's not that you have to eliminate, you know, you don't have to eliminate pasta and rice and potatoes from your from from your eating plan. You just want to make sure that you're getting, you know, some some protein and fat, too. Now, that being said. What is higher nutrient value than pasta, rice, potatoes, bread, uh, any of those? What's higher nutrient value than even the highest nutrient value grain? Okay, quinoa. Quinoa is a very high nutrient value grain. It has more protein in it than most other grains. Okay, but it still raises your blood sugar. All right, because of the nature of it. Well, the higher nutrient value foods are going to be the non-starchy vegetables, like broccoli, cauliflower, (laughs) um, cabbage, bell peppers. Uh, There's Almost every other vegetable, squash, zucchini, almost every other vegetable out there, most for the most part, in most cultures, um, your your uh, non-starchy vegetables are going, you know, the non- in, in any culture, the non-starchy vegetable is going to be a higher nutrient value and it's going to be not going to raise your blood sugar. It does have carbohydrate. It's complex carbohydrate, but it doesn't have a high glycemic value of carbohydrate. So. You don't have as much of an issue. So if you're covering, if you have your plate, first of all, it needs to be a smaller plate. It doesn't need to be a huge platter or a plate. So you have a plate. If half your plate is covered in non-starchy vegetables and then you have your protein over here, if you want to have a high carb item, it can go over here. But you want to watch the portion size and not let it be bigger than your protein size. OK, and I'm not talking about just the way it looks. I'm talking about what is an actual serving. So an actual serving of pasta is half your fist. Now, your fist, if you are a bigger person than me, your fist is going to be bigger than mine. But your body's bigger than mine, too. And it's not that much different when you actually measure it cup per cup or cup, you know, in a cup or, or a tablespoon or whatever. So half your fist is about half a cup. And that's a serving of pasta. So when we have spaghetti. How many fistfuls of pasta are we putting on our plate? Usually three to four a lot of times. Okay, are we putting three to four servings of meat in there? Are we putting in our in a vegetable on the side? Are we putting half? So if we put half the plate full of vegetables and we put some whatever our meat is, you know, over here, whether, you know, whatever our protein source is, I should say, if you're not eating meat. And then over here, we're having our high carb item. It needs to be a really small little serving of it over there so that you get high nutrient value from here because that's not high nutrient. I just I tell my clients that's just for fun. You're you're having that high carb item. That's just for fun. And um, just because you like it, you don't have to have it. It's not really adding that much. Okay, can we find nutrient value in it? Sure. But in comparison to the other stuff, 
not so much. So. Yeah, I think I think with the carbs, based on my experience here in Puerto Rico, it's because mainly are something easy to find at a cheap price that is gonna fill you up, right? So especially with people uh, don't have don't have a lot of money, well, you can just make a lot of rice and then get full of that with a little bit of meat on the side just to get a little bit of protein but you know not looking at them at the benefits because i mean you know most don't even know right and it's like oh get you full seems like a good meal on paper right and looks healthy like cooked at home but yeah. then uh, people don't don't think about those things those things that are like right. now because i've been educated not because of my family yeah. right because if it was yeah. my family they still eat like that so Yeah, I'm trying to educate them now. (laughs) The problem is, is that we think, oh, well, this is what I'm taking care of right now. And this is cheap right now. That's causing problems for you that are going to be very expensive down the road. And you're going to have to pay for that down the road in money and in time, lost money and lost time and lost ability to do things. And we don't want that. So um, uh, I had uh, a relative, elderly relative, older elderly relative asked me recently, you know, I'm older and I want to eat whatever I want to eat. I said, that's fine. You can. Do you want somebody taking care of you the last 10 years of your life, taking you to the bathroom, helping you get in out of the bed, or maybe you're not able to get out of the bed at all and you're having to go in a bedpan? Is that what you want? And they're like, well, no. I'm like, okay, well, that's now's when we change this. 10, 20 years yeah. before that is what is, is is where we change it so that you don't get to that point where you have to have that that type of situation. Um, so it but also when we're talking about cost effectiveness um, there again, that half half your fist, that's also a serving of cooked vegetable, half your fist. So people think, oh, I got to eat all these vegetables. Mm-mm. Half your plate can be covered with three servings of half half your fist, one and a half cups of non-starchy veggie on 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 your plate on this side, and then you've got protein over here. And then if you want to have a high carb item, you can have it over there. If not, you can just do the protein on that side, um, protein source on that side. Um, and it takes a lot shorter time to make your meals because a lot of the a lot of the times those the, the rice takes a long time to make the pasta takes a long time to make the potatoes take a long time to make they take a long time to make um if you're making if you're cooking at home um and you can always choose healthier items that's another thing we go over is when you're stopping at a restaurant or even fast food there's a lot of healthier choices at places nowadays that we can make if we want to if we want to okay uh, but there's only two things that raise triglycerides. Let's talk about heart disease for a little bit. There's only two things that raise triglycerides. Why do we care about our triglycerides? It's just fat in the blood, right? Well, why do we care about that? Because that causes us to have a higher instance of heart disease. We know that that's a marker for heart disease. Um, well, there's only two things that raise it, and that's alcohol and high-fat baked goods. Okay, muffins, biscuits you know, sweets, pies, cakes, cookies, um, high fat baked goods, even some kind of breads. Okay. And you think, well, they don't have that much fat in them. They do. If they're moist, they have fat in them. Okay. There's nothing wrong with fat. There's nothing wrong with carbs. We need all of them. We need them to be balanced. Okay. Protein, carbon, fat needs to be balanced. It doesn't need to be low, low, low carbon, low, low, low fat and high, high, high protein. It needs to be 
balanced. And so we want to balance those things out. And I know a lot of people that use, um, and I, I won't say the name of it because I don't want to diss anything, but they're eating high, high, high protein and, and high fat. Um, and they're like, well, I don't have blood pressure, uh, blood sugar issues. I don't have blood sugar issues. I don't have high A1C. Well, of course not, because most of what you're eating is not raising your blood sugar, but it isn't heart healthy. And you're going to end up with a heart situation down the road, a heart and vascular situation down the road. And they're not if they're not eating non-starchy vegetables, they're not getting enough antioxidants in their bloodstream to fight uh, all the things that they need to be able to fight to their immune system to be strong. OK, so they're not getting the inflammation process from the cellular inflammation process from the high uh, blood sugar, which that causes how, how blood sugar causes um, an inflammation process in the cells. They're not getting that. That's good. But they're not also not getting enough vegetable, non-starchy vegetable in order to keep that, um, keep everything work, the cells working healthfully. OK, so we need all those things. And you're getting carbohydrate in your non-starchy vegetables. So when people say, oh, you're not, well, you know, half your plate is filled with something that has carbohydrate in it. It's non-starchy vegetable. It's just not shooting your blood sugar up, thank goodness, and gives you tons of nutrients. So that's the difference. It's it's just making a different choice. And if you season things well, you know, and I'm not talking about sodium. I'm just talking about herbs. You season things well. Um, those are the things that I guide people in. They're like, oh, my goodness, I never realized I could eat this healthfully. It tastes this good. I take stuff all the time to community things, to my church functions, for family functions. I make, you know, healthy, healthy dishes that are protein and non-starchy vegetables, what they are. And, 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 they, and they're seasoned well. And they're like, oh, I didn't realize this tasted so good. This would taste so good. I didn't know that, you know. And they're like, is this diet food? Nope, I don't do diets. I just do healthy you know, I just make healthy food. That's it. And yeah, I was exposed. Healthy. I was exposed to something like that with my aunt. Thankfully, I was like, oh, I don't like veggies. But then I try veggies seasoned and cooked and things like that. I was like, oh, this is actually pretty good. Mm -hmm. uh, and that that was something that got me exposed to. Oh, look, I, I guess I do like veggies. I just it depends. They have to be cooked. Just like raw. No, nothing. It's like, come on. Like, yeah. It's yeah. A little rough and our taste buds so. change over time, actually. Our taste buds can change. 100%. And, and, 100%. and it doesn't take long, actually. Whenever I'm working with people that have kidney disease, they have a specific issue with sodium. Most of them need to decrease their sodium some in order to decrease their water retention because their kidneys are not functioning well enough, you know, and then they have that water retention, more water retention, which causes their blood pressure to go up and all of those things. It's just a cascade of issues. It's just one thing after another, like kind of a domino effect. And so they're like, Oh, I, I didn't know that I could make things taste good without sodium. Well, that's because you're not really tasting the food. You're tasting salt. Um, and so, uh, we change that up and they're using all these other herbs and they're not using so much sodium. Not that they can't use any sodium, but they're not using so much sodium. There's a lot of sodium in things already. There's there's a phosphate. There's a sodium phosphate solution that is usually injected into our meats at the grocery store when we're buying them fresh. And it also gets put into the things that are frozen. If it's just like chicken that's frozen without the meat with I'm sorry, without the bone and the skin and it's just the meat itself. It has a sodium uh, phosphate solution in it to preserve it, to keep it pinker for longer, to keep it fresher longer. Um, that's what it's for. And um, so we get some sodium anyway. We don't taste it, but we get some in there. 
So uh, if we season it in other ways, we're getting we don't is we don't have a problem with not having enough sodium. Um, drinking enough water. There's another thing. We're humans are 70 percent water. I, I laugh when I have people are like, you know, well, I, my body didn't work that way. Are you human? OK, well, if you're human, your body works this way. <laughs> but 70 um, percent water. So we need a lot of water and we don't realize that we need more water. And so we're like, well, I'm drinking this. I'm drinking this. I'm drinking this. Yes. But if we're drinking a lot of things that are <laughs> if we're drinking a lot of things that are high glycemic, you know, uh, vitamin water. When you buy the bottled vitamin water, it has 30 grams of carb in it. Why does it have 30 grams of carb? There's no carbohydrate in vitamins. There's no carbohydrate in water, but they put it in there for taste. Okay. And so we're getting stuff that we don't need. We have to watch, look at the labels, pay attention to what's going on. Um, and that's what I help people look at. Now, do we have time to look it up? No, but I can tell you basically what to do. People say, well, what about gluten-free? Well, you know what? When you're eating protein and non-starchy vegetables, that's gluten-free. Yeah. It's gluten-free. Um, you don't have to buy the processed stuff um, that's devoid of most nutrients and fiber in order to be eating gluten-free. You can mm -hmm. eat gluten-free without it. So there's a lot of a lot of ways to kind of work around that to base our what we're you know, we're looking at the, just the nutrition piece. We're not looking at the mindset piece. We're just looking at the nutrition piece. But if you if you if we change the mindset part, the way we're thinking, the nutrition piece becomes easier. Because mm -hmm. we, it's we all about perspective, double perspective. Because yeah. oh. we yeah. make the decision, we make, we're like, I'm a healthy per, I'm a healthy person. I don't care if you're 100 pounds overweight. You can say, you know what, I'm a healthy person in here, and I want to behave like a healthy person. What does a healthy person do? A healthy person eats this way, they move this way, they talk this way to themselves, they take care of themselves, they spend time to make sure that they get good sleep. Um. Those kinds of things. If I want to be a healthy person, I do the things a healthy person do. If you if you are a you know, you want to be an athlete, you want to be a high performer at work. What are the high performers doing now? If they're bragging about say just that, sleep, you know, <laughs> if they're bragging about never getting any sleep, you don't want to do like them because they're going to burn out. OK, so you want to make sure that you're taking care of this. Vessel that you're in so that you can perform well. And do the things that um, that you want to be able to do. Live the life you want to live. It may be travel all the time. It may be you may you may be happy as a lark taking care of just doing your work every day and focusing on that and, you know, really not doing much. of it. That's OK. If that's what makes you happy and you thrive on that, do it. OK, but let's do it healthfully and let's do it for as long as we possibly can healthfully and not have to then invest all this money in the other half of our lives trying to stay well because we didn't take care of ourselves when we were younger. You know, we don't take care of ourselves in our 20s, 30s, 40s, and even 50s. We're not, we're not going to be able, you know, I, I'm, I'm in my 50s, by the way. I'm in my 50s, okay? A lot of people think I'm in my 40s. I'm in my 50s, all right? Um, and I'm going to live to 100 or more, I've decided, Okay. And so when people talk about, you know, oh, and I'm so my money needs to last me till then, you know, and and my uh, all my my body needs to last me well through all of that. And so I want to make sure that I'm doing it. If I'm keeping myself healthy and doing the things that I should, there's no reason why I can't. There's a lot of people nowadays. There's a lot of people nowadays 
living well the science you know uh now you know biohacking so many different ways now they're like reverse aging now basically so as long as you keep your vessel uh as much as you can then you're able to be a high achiever right a high performer as a being a high performer then you can make more money and then you have access to better biohacking tools and 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 things you can use and and that's you know exactly yeah, and you so. and you're able to spend time with the people that you love or doing the things that you love to do. That's what everybody wants to do. Whatever it is, it's it's varied for everybody. But whatever that happens to be, you're going to be able to do that so much better if you are healthy overall. And um, I've had people tell me, oh, I'm, I have diabetes type two and I'm 100 pounds overweight and I had this problem, that problem. But I'm healthy. No, sweetie, you're not healthy. That's not health. OK. And you know, they, they're like, well, I don't have, you know, I don't have, I can get up every day and do, yes, you can, but you would, you know, your, your joints are hurting, your feet are hurting, your knees are hurting. That's not healthy. Um, so there's a lot of things. It's not normal to be hurting every single morning when you wake up, when you're in your fifties, that's not normal. Um, and, and so that that's not, and it's not healthy. So people might say, oh, well, it's normal where I, where I live. Okay, well, let's look at the habits of everybody where you live, and then maybe we can figure out what's going on there. Um, yeah, definitely. But yeah. you know, I'm, I'm, I sound I sound like I'm hard on people. I'm not really hard on people. I'm, I'm I work with people very, you know, in in a very kind manner, um, that kind of thing. But sometimes we just need to be, you know, somebody needs to take our shoulders and shake us. I don't shake you when I'm when I'm counseling with you, but on this <laughs> here, there may be people listening that are like. That's true. I need to do that. I need to I need to do that. And really, we just have to make up our own mind. I'm not in a situation. That's why I tell people I'm a healthcare provider. I'm not a salesperson. I'm not going to try to convince you that you need something, especially if you don't. Um, And um, and I think I think ethical salespeople don't do that either. And so uh, but that's just, you know, because I care about people and I care more about the fact that they are I want to see people get healthy and stay that way. That's my goal. And if they're interested in it, then I'm ready, ready to help them. If they're not interested in doing that, come back to see me when you're ready. That's that's how I feel. <laughs> um, exactly. Um, so so yeah. No, uh, thanks thanks for giving us all that uh, amazing information. Uh, something that everybody that wants to be uh, a high achiever needs to needs to hear you know uh, if you want to live for a long time you want to enjoy your grandkids without having to have too much pain or anything that is something to to take taking start taking care of yourself right now start changing that that mindset that you have again with food start seeing sugar as what it is is a drug so like if you want to do a drug every now and then and you're going to be able to recover from it great but if you do it all the time you know what happens to addicts, right? We don't know what happens. Like you do a lot of drugs in a long period of time. That's how I see it. Uh, and that's why I tell people to see it because it is what it is. It's addictive and everything. So if you you do that and you eliminate that, eliminate processed foods, start looking at the labels, just as simple as that without getting into too much of the, the details because that's how I move. Um, and then keep educating, right? Continuously education and re- surrounding yourself with the right people, you, you'll be on track. So so thanks, thanks, for, uh, thanks for everything uh kelly is being is, is being amazing too you know it's always great to talk to you i mean you know while we work together 
uh, we were I learned so much from you and I'm cute learning right to through your content so um, um, thanks thanks for taking the time to come here so uh, before before we leave um, you kind of mentioned already like you know people with hectic schedules and and busy professionals uh, all, but then you know if there's some people like that that want to want to find you how can people find you Well, um, I'm all over LinkedIn, but um, the best way to do the best thing is just probably contact me directly uh, through my email, which is Kelly at focusboardnutrition.com. Kelly at focusboardnutrition.com. K-E-L-L-Y at focusboardnutrition.com is probably the best way to contact me. Um, Of course, I have a if you were to Google Focus Board Nutrition You're going to find a, a website also that I have. You're going to find um, there, there's all kinds of ways to contact me, but that's email is probably the best way um, yeah. just to directly. And social media. Me. I mean, you're pretty accessible to social media. So I think that that's a good one too. LinkedIn, so email or LinkedIn. Or LinkedIn. Yeah. And and I'll have the, the links in the description. So for anybody, yeah. I just like, you know, asking to for, for preferences and stuff. And, you know, right. if you listen to this, yeah, just mean, go to the A lot of people contact me through LinkedIn. They see posts that I make and they contact me through LinkedIn. That's very common. Uh, yeah, you're a top voice on LinkedIn and you have a lot of content. You're very, very consistent with adding value and showing testimonials and all that. So I highly suggest for, for people here to go and connect with you, follow you to to really uh, see the journey. It's, it's, it's very impressive. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you inviting me today. I've enjoyed it. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for coming. Uh, and, and uh, you know, I look forward to possibly doing more content together. I mean, we're doing a lot of things together and I, I don't think it's going to change. You know, as we move to 2024, big things are coming for both of us. So uh, as I focus on holistic growth, nutrition is a big part of it, right? So um, I know that uh, our, our path will collide again. So um, uh, I'll, I'll, without further ado, like we're, we're being here already. So like just uh, connect with Kelly uh, and focus on holistic growth that like we were talking about. And if you need help, you know, contact us and we'll be happy to assist you. So um, this was Ken McCallo and this is Fu, and this is us signing off. Thanks for listening to Moments with Fu with your host, Fu. Please leave your feedback and visit strategicadvisorboard.com to get the latest and greatest business advisement on the planet. Follow us on social media for updates and we will see you on the next episode.